Wasn't that an amazing story of Corey Tenboom and how that experience of forgiving someone else really moved her? Uh, that's one example of a video that you would watch on the Alpha course. I want to make it very simple for you. If you'd like to attend, you could go online uh, to our website and sign up to attend. But I'm going to make it even simpler for you. If you'd like to attend uh, our Alpha course starting tomorrow, just text the word Alpha to this number, 647-931-0015, and we'll get in touch with you with more details uh, about attending. We would love for you to be able to experience uh, Alpha the different things that we'll be going through and studying. No question is off the table. Feel free to come and ask whatever question that you might have. Share your doubts, share your reservations. Maybe you watch the video right now and you said, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Jesus died. I don't believe, hey, you can come and, and share that as well and ask whatever questions you want. Uh, and it's just a place to be able to, to explore. But the ending of that story of Corey Ten Boom is, is quite significant because it's about a, a, a theology or a teaching of Jesus that really transformed the whole, the whole world. See, what Corrie ten Boom was able to do was not just love and forgive her friends or family or people close to her. She was able to do something that even to us right now is unheard of, but it's part of the teachings of Jesus. And that is to love and forgive your enemies. We would think for ourselves that, okay, maybe I can, with a lot of grace and patience, I can forgive and love those people that are close to me. But my enemy, somebody that does something bad to me, somebody that does something terrible and horrible to me, like this guard did to Corey Ten Boom in those concentration camps. But look at what the teaching of Jesus is. He says here in Matthew chapter 5, this is what's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's basically the, the, the principles of God's kingdom. And he says this, but I say to you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. This is something revolutionary. It happened about 2,000 years ago when Jesus came to this world and said, this is the way my kingdom works. This is the way the gospel works. This is the way that I teach how people should live. Not just loving and forgiving those that are close to you and those that are your friends and your family, and if they do something bad to you, you forgive them. No, but it's even loving and forgiving your enemies. Why did he say this? Why did he even teach this? He did this because, and this might be hard to accept, but he did this because we all were enemies of God. At some point in our life, we were all enemies of God. If Jesus was all about just loving and forgiving the people that were close to you, loving and forgiving your friends, then, that, then what about the enemies? All of us at one point in time were enemies of God. We were alienated from the life of God. And that's why it says here in Colossians chapter 1, it says this includes you who were once far away from God. All of us at some point in our journey were far away from God. You were his enemy, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ. This is the reason why Jesus died, so that we can be reconciled to Christ. All of us at some point in our journey, we were enemies to God. 
because of our deeds, because of our actions. See, the Bible says that all of us are sinners. We're all broken people, myself included. I am a sinner. I am a broken person. At one point in my journey, I was an enemy of God, alienated from his life, alienated from his love, alienated from his compassion, alienated from what he had to offer to me because we are all sinners, broken people. The word of God says in uh, Romans Chapter 3 and verse 23, it says that everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. We, we've all fall short. We're all included in this. There's, as it said in the, in the video, there's no one that's righteous. But there's still hope. Why is there hope? Even though we're all sinners, even though we're all broken people, even at one point we were enemies of God, the beautiful truth is this, is that God loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me, and that's what makes the world of a difference. It says in uh, 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but what? That he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. This is what Jesus did in coming and dying on the cross is to take away our sins. Look at what it says in Romans. But God showed his great love for all of us. For each and every one of us, his love is shown. If we were the only person in this world, if we were the only sinner, Jesus still would have come and died for you and for me. But God showed his love for us in sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And so there's hope for us today as we come and we acknowledge the place that we are in. There's hope. If we come today and decide, I want to turn to Jesus, we can have hope. We can turn to him today, this very day. I want to encourage you, if you've never come to Jesus before, if you've never experienced his love and his forgiveness, come to him today. Just as we sang earlier, oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Come to Jesus. The Father's arms are open wide. He wants you. He accepts you. Come to him. It says, in 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just he, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our wickedness, from all of our sins. It's a free gift. We can't do anything to purchase it. We can't do anything to earn it. We can't do anything to buy it. It is freely given if we come to him. His arms are open wide for us so that we can become the sons and daughters of God. What an amazing privilege that God gives to us to become his sons and his daughters, to be accepted into his family. Such an amazing love that God has for us that we can be called the children of God. It says here in John, to all who believed in him, everyone, you and me alike, if we believe on Jesus and accept Jesus Christ, we will become the children of God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that wonderful that he welcomes us into his family. The word of God tells us all we need to do is believe on Jesus and we'll be saved. At one point, we were enemies to God. Like that guard in, in Ravensbrück concentration camp, he was an enemy to God. 
by all of his wicked works. And you might think and say, well, I'm not as bad as that guard. You might not be as bad as that guard, but you and me are like all of us, the word of God says. We are sinners and we need Jesus. But if we believe on him, we can be saved from our sinfulness. We can be saved from ourselves. The word of God says in Romans chapter 10, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This word saved is, the, the, the Greek word there is sozo, that you'll be saved, you'll be healed, you'll be restored, you will, you'll find wholeness in Jesus. In all the ways that we are broken people, as we come to Jesus, he heals us, he makes us whole, he, he puts us back together from our brokenness and makes us whole. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Friends, today, Jesus is here with open arms. He died for you so that you can receive and experience his love and his forgiveness. Jesus is here to give us hope like we've never experienced before. Jesus can fill us with hope eternal. I'll invite the worship team to come up. There is a hope that God gives to us that gives us a hope not just for this life, but for the life to come. Friends, wherever you might be on your journey today, I want to invite you so that you can experience the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The power there is to change lives, the power there is to save lives, the power that brings healing from brokenness, the power that is to transform our lives so that we can find health and wholeness. Just like that man that we saw that, was, uh, that was, had such a violent past, and he came to Jesus, and Jesus restored his life. In, oh, can you go back to the last slide? In the book of, um, in the book of uh, Romans, it says, chapter 15, I pray that God, the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. There is great hope and joy that Jesus can give. I wanna invite you, I wanna, I wanna ask you, maybe you're here and you've never experienced Jesus before. Maybe you're here and, and you experienced Jesus some time ago, but you've really gone astray from him. You've really gone far from him. I want to give you two options here. Our, our prayer team is going to be here at the end of the service. And they're going to be, if you go through these two doors, they're going to be in a room here uh, call, uh, called our prayer room. And they would love to be able to pray with you and for you. And if you wanted just to come back to Jesus, if you want your chains to be broken, if you want Christ to bring you health and healing and wholeness, they would love to be able to pray with you so that you can experience why Jesus died on the cross. And you might be a little bit nervous and you might say, oh, I don't know, I don't feel like going and talking to somebody right now. I'll give you another option. Can you just, you can text me at this number and just say, Daniel, can I talk to you? Or Daniel, I'd love to just experience Jesus. And if you'd like to do that, 
uh, and we can, we can do that later on in the week, then I'd love to be able to connect with you. Jesus gives us hope like no one else can. His grace is unmerited favor for you and for me that brings us into the family of God.